going on? This is episode three of the E by Three podcast. I'm Enrique. I'm Evan. And I'm Aaron. How are you guys? It's uh, it's been a week. <laughs> it's a long time. Super long time. Right since our last little podcast, but uh, you know, we we kind of talk to each other on a daily anyway. Um, but how are you guys other than that? Not too bad, man. Good. I can't complain. It's hot ass day right now. It's you know? been really mm-hmm. hot. You got the hoodie on, man. Listen, once it's once it's six, seven o'clock, it's hoodie weather all day. You know? <laughs> it's like eighty-nine <laughs> degrees outside, my guy. Uh, I've been working all week, so I've been inside. So I'm missing the the sunshine right now. Man, I walked out today and just was just <laughs> blah, 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 just melting away. Just like a like a vampire, bro. Just no, you ran back into your uh, cave. Ripped. Dude, that's how us nerds work, bro. It's like no light. <laughs> yeah, blinds out. <laughs> we call the rest of you guys daywalkers, you know what I mean? That's it. We're in the dark all day, so. Hey, I well, you know what? As much as I'm out and about all day, every day, I hate being out in the sun. I think we've talked about this before. I do not like being out in the sun, especially when it's hot. Um, but I am a vampire as well, so uh, you're not alone. Oh, nice. Yeah, these nice. day walkers. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's starting to get warm. Um, and it doesn't help that uh, I've been seeing all these crazy kind of like natural I don't know if they're disasters, but a lot of crazy natural things happening. Like New York got flooded. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't read about it though. What, oh, what's man. the destruction, like destruction right now? Is it like, I didn't read up like how much destruction it caused, but I just saw like the videos of like the subways just flooded. Oh, People yeah. were going through that nasty water. I'm sure there was like, was it just like a brain, like a storm? Was it like a, a hurricane? Yeah, it was a flood. It was just, just like heavy rain Jeez. caused it to flood. Wasn't there another disaster in Florida too? Like a uh, like a condo or something? Oh, oh the condo, yeah. yeah. That was still, uh they're still looking for yeah. people. They're um, finding people. And they're just it's finding sad. everyone's been dead so far. Oh no. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, with all that, just I don't think, you know, not to sound negative, but I don't think there's any survivors. At this point, I mean it's been a it's been, it's a, been a while time, right? Yeah. And especially with all that Well, rubble. they also like um used dynamite and kind of blew the rest of it down. I I feel like they were already giving up at that point, but Anyhow, sad. And they have Hurricane... I think that's why they did it, because like Hurricane Elsa was hitting. And oh, so wow. they didn't want to risk... like They wanted that controlled destruction before yeah. the, the storm hit. Yeah, and apparently they knew about it, too. Like, And they had nothing... They, they I mean, there's Crazy. all these lawsuits on there right now. But yeah, apparently they didn't want to do anything about uh, fixing the building and I bringing it up imagine. to code. It was like completely out of code. Oh, man. So it could have been prevented, you know? Yeah. Just Does not from- want to be that owner right now. This is why proper regulation needs to be like enforced to some of these uh, contract companies. That's yeah. a different argument. And that's, that's a different. Uh, that's a different debate. That that's different. a different podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll go down that lane maybe <laughs> in another podcast. But um, you know, I think today what I wanted to do is kind of go around the table and talk a little bit about ourselves, kind of introduce ourselves to the audience. For first for day of school, you know. First day of school, kind of a little icebreaker so they mm-hmm. can get to know us a little bit, like where we come from, how we got together to form this podcast. So um, I think we can kind of start as far as, uh, you know, why we started this podcast, how it came to be, and kind of go from there. What do you guys think? I actually don't even know. Was it which one of you guys came up with the idea? Because it wasn't me. For this the podcast? podcast yeah. Well, the way it started, uh, me and Evan had always talked about starting a podcast, which we did, um, but we never published it and put it out anywhere. We were kind of working it out and figuring out how we wanted to kind of put it out on a platform, right? And um, we brought you in as a guest for one of the podcasts. Yeah, I wasn't that we even had. part of the plan. This was like the, <laughs> this was like the pilot for like you know the launch, and um, we brought you in, 
and it was a pretty good podcast. We never published that one either. It was kind of a test run. And um, we kind of liked that we had another uh, point of view because me and Evan kind of agree on a lot of different things. I mean, on a lot of things, I should say. And uh, so it's, we don't have anything where it's we're bumping heads too much. So we thought to have another person that had a different point of view and maybe an opposing view than ours would add a little spice to the podcast. So you can actually thank Evan mm-hmm. because he was like, what do you think about bringing Aaron to the podcast? I'm like, Aaron. You know your wife <laughs> has a lot of different views than you because I was like, well, would you want to bring my you? wife into the podcast? This is just you and me. So um, <laughs> Evan, you know, you could thank him for convincing me. That was the idea, yeah. But you me. were like, oh, yeah, me and my wife, we we differ on so much stuff. I don't even know how we're compatible. She's perfect fit for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I, I'll, I'll stay. He, he's being modest. When I said it, he was like, you know, I kind of actually was thinking the same thing because it went so well. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it make it makes sense. And it was one of those things where I was like, damn, am I, if I, because I, when I brought it up, I was like, damn, I hope I'm not like stepping on toes and like asking him, right? Like, going to ruin our relationship. <laughs> our marriage ended because you brought her into the podcast. Right. But what, one one thing too that, um, that I think really kind of made this come about, at least for me and Enrique, is that we were already kind of always talking about random stuff. And in particular, I think we always got into maybe these little mini vent sessions where we were talking about what was going on kind of in the world or in society or whatever, or maybe amongst our friends or whatever. And I was like, damn, I really want to like talk about some of this stuff. Like I really like I would love to I would love to talk about it in a way where maybe I could sp- speak my mind to uh, you know a group of people, maybe get feedback and and learn you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I think that's so valuable right now is to put your voice out there and then accept the feedback. And I think we're all open to that. So why not publish it to the, you know, whoever follows us and listens? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So and, uh, but here we are, but you know, I think we all bring a uniqueness to the table. We all come from different backgrounds and different experiences. And we have, a. Uh, lots of interesting things to discuss about ourselves today. So if you're tuning in, hopefully uh, you can stay with us and find this somewhat entertaining because I know sometimes I may have some things that seem like it's boring, but we'll kind of just go around the table. We'll start with the lady here, ladies first. Aaron, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us uh, where you're from, why you wanted to do this podcast. It's kind of like a job interview, you know? Mm. And um, <laughs> any any unique things that people should know about you? Like what kind of mindset do you bring to discussion? Your political views? Don't get into detail, but just, you know. Oh, political views. That's that's a big one for me. That's that's where I've changed the most in my lifetime. So I'm, I'm going to be 35 in two weeks. Dang, you're old. Yeah, I know. I am. I'm getting old. Um, born and raised in the Midwest. Um, I got come from a pretty big family. I was raised in a small town. I was very conservative. Uh, I was conservative. I went to a liberal college in Ohio and uh, still graduated at 21 years old. My nursing degree, still very much a conservative. I voted for Bush. Um, and then I moved to Columbus. So I moved to a bigger city and it's like that slow transition, getting out of that small town mindset and, uh, still conservative, uh, working as a nurse for many years, moving to California was kind of what really pushed me to the left. And so little by little issues, sort of, I just started thinking about certain issues. My first issue was gay marriage and I just 
could not understand why the LGBTQ community could not have the same rights as other people. And it seemed like that was, it was just a domino effect after that. I think now I consider myself a progressive leftist. I mean, I'm, I'm to the point where I, I don't understand why drugs are not, are not legal entirely. It does not make any sense to me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much the basic background of me and, and my history where I'm from. So how was Ohio life growing up? I mean, and I say this because Evan and I are both city kids. And so, I mean, how different from what you know now? Everybody knows that. I mean, pretty much everybody knows everybody. Like if I were to go to Walmart, which is pretty much, I remember when Walmart was built in my town, um, it, it, it was something to do. But let me ask you this. Did you guys have any targets? No. Wow. No, we had a drive. No targets. No No. targets. (laughs) No. No Walmarts? What Walmart was built, I think I was in middle school and like, that was like the place where everybody went. Like there was the mall and then right next to it was Walmart. And it was like, where are we going to go to? Like when I got my license when I was 16, it was like, okay, well, we're going to go to Walmart. We're going to hang out in the parking lot at Walmart. Like Walmart. It was like what we did. (laughs) So embarrassing. Wow. Um, But yeah, we didn't, I mean, we didn't have anything else to do. That was, unless if you went to like each other's houses it football game. I mean, football's life in the Midwest. So Friday yeah. night football games, like everybody rallied. I mean, yeah, when all you could do is hang out in Walmart parking lots, I'm assuming you'd want to do something else, and football yeah. would probably be the best. And then it's cold. Like, it's freezing cold half of the year. So I don't know. It's just you can't do, like, the fun, cool stuff we do in California. That's I, I knew at one point in high school, I was like, I do not belong here. Like, I will not raise a family here. I need to get out of here. And move to California and never look back. Do you ever feel just based off what she said as a Californian Enrique that like we're just unequipped to survive anywhere else in the world? Like I was thinking about the other day that like if I if I dro- like if it snowed I would not know what the fuck to do. So the first time as a Californian as a Californian <laughs> first time ever like I ever actually drove in snow was about 3 years ago when we went to Portland. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And, um, did you put chains on, on the tires and stuff? I did not. Did we had four wheel drive, but that was oh, okay. a lot of snow. I had seen snow. And like, let me tell you this. My experience with snow growing up was minimal. Like I'm talking about maybe just like a patch of snow in Julian when it had melted already. And that was like, Oh my God, this is so awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, I literally just saw snow like two years ago for the first time. That's, That's what I'm so saying. Crazy to me. It's and, a whole life. It's a whole life built around snow. It's like half of the year. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did like it. Yeah. Um, she, you know, I, I run hot anyways, so I didn't have a hard time, but I couldn't imagine like walking in snow and it's like negative 10 degrees or something or as cold as it might get in like, you know, the East Coast, the Midwest. But um, yeah, it, it wasn't, my experience wasn't too bad, um, but it was fun. And I think I could probably take it in small increments. Um, but to live in it for like a whole season, I, I don't think I'd be able to, cause like to be stuck at home, like, you know, you're snowed in, like I'd go crazy. Like if I, I, can't I will go say out. like school days, like we would always have like school days. If it snowed, like we wouldn't have to go to school and, and we would, there was like this program on our like local news channel and it was like this little puppet, like, um, what was it? Like penguin. And we were like, Oh, it's snowbird. Let's watch snowbird. And we would like, literally they would just like put up all these elementary schools like you're closed or two hour delay or you're closed and we would just wait like we literally were just like waiting patiently like yes we're in off school like that was fun and then we would go sled riding for the day because we weren't in school those are the kind of cool memories that like 
okay, it'd be all right to like raise a family in this. But then you're talking about like literally spinning on the freeway because it's snowing. Like you don't want to live there. Yeah. It's funny because, uh, when we were up in Portland and we went to actually, where was it? Mount hood. Um, snow was packed, man. I'm talking about like stop signs. You could barely see them. Like that was how much, that's how much snow there was out there. So she had told me all these stories about like, yeah, I got into so many car accidents, blah, blah, blah. Right. Prior to going to Oregon. And then when we got up there, she's like, you want me to drive? Cause I've driven in the snow. I'm like, yeah, no, I feel like your stories of driving in the snow have been negative. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> so, what's the denominator? Like I clearly have driven in the snow, like thousands of times yeah but i managed to drive <laughs> like drive through it perfectly fine you um, slid a couple times but okay we not we slid one time i almost had mercedes <laughs> but who takes a mercedes to a ski lodge anyway um we had rain days like i, I think sometimes really? yeah sometimes it would rain really heavy that they would like either uh it would be like a half day or just send us home that sounds familiar actually the half day i don't know if i ever i don't know if i ever had like a complete like oh it's raining so bad you we close the school but I think I do remember half days. What's for sure. the what's the purpose of that? You can't function in the rain. I think maybe it's like getting there. It's like transportation purposes. Oh, uh, kids are, have to get picked up. Really, Californians. <laughs> I mean, like, it was cool. Don't be kidding. Duck, me. duck. Uh, what was it? Heads up, seven up was uh, <laughs> kind of a popular game. I used to love playing that during the rainy days. I also think it was half days too, because um, part of the school days is recess. Okay, what do you think we did half of the year? I, 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 <laughs> like, I don't know. It's not about you anymore. It's about our rainy days. <laughs> like, what are you, you guys not have a gymnasium? You guys can't, like, play tag, well, like, we, inside? I definitely remember going into, like, the auditorium to, like, watch a movie on occasion. Yeah. But I still feel like I remember them being, like, they're being half days. I, I really, could be wrong, I, I really think it was probably, like, the teachers were like, you just kind of want to cancel school and let's go home. It sounds like, you know, This is why I, I pose the question. If we lived anywhere else as Californians, we would be okay. I don't. I don't think we'd be equipped to survive. I. I think I would. Like, well, I would adapt fairly quickly if I had to. I'm. I'm definitely someone that adapts quickly. Um, but I've. Been, I mean, I've been all over the coasts from the west to the east and all around. And I do have to say that I'm not trying to be biased, but San Diego or just California in general. I'll be more specific because there's some shady places up in California. San Diego is a great place to be and live. I mean, we have amazing weather and maybe we'll get that patch of snow up in Julian every now and then. But uh, you can't beat it. No. And we have it pretty well here. And I think we're uh, we're spoiled for sure. Oh, uh, we're definitely spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah my family is my from North Carolina. So I remember the first time oh, yeah. I ever visited and realize that, like what like humidity was Bugs and humidity. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, were, do, were you guys? Have you guys seen the cicadas that that people are posting online? Do you know what cicadas are yeah, like yeah, locusts? Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's like every seven years. Well, yeah, they, I grew up with that, and it really is like, like gnarly. That. Like you walk outside, and it's like a storm of just these cicadas flying everywhere. It's terrifying. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, no, I, I've seen a bunch of them in like Palm Springs during the summer and stuff. They're just everywhere. But um, I'm good. I'm yeah, good on I, that. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay with the raccoons and the possums we get here. But um, yeah, you know, I've been harassed by maybe a flock of seagulls every once in a while. But <laughs> cicadas, nah. I'm Great good. band, by the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's interesting, uh, Aaron. Yeah, Ohio's. Uh, first time I went to Ohio was kind of culture shock for me. It was uh, during the time Trump was running. And um, I saw how red of a state it was, and I was, uh, to be honest, I was a little scared as a <laughs> as a, as a brown skinned kid going to uh, Ohio for the first time. It was uh, it was interesting. 
I didn't see uh, any colored people in Ohio, at least in um, that area in particular. Um, so I didn't know if I was going to come back. I was like, maybe, uh, I don't know, something might happen to me and I'll just disappear. But it was okay. <laughs> it's definitely, uh, you, the houses are big and they're like. So cheap. Dirt cheap. It, it was probably like, you know, some of these houses are probably like our, the down payment to our home. Like it was just crazy. Um, but yeah, different, different, definitely different vibe for sure. There was no bus stops. There's no running buses. That's what I've noticed. No, there's no taxis either. You either have a car or you don't. Like, like uh, I'm thinking back. I'm like, okay, like people, when people would drink, like there always had to be a designated, like you walked or like you had a designated driver or everybody just slept at everybody's house. Like you had no, like you couldn't just like call a taxi. That's so crazy to think about. So you better get that tractor and start a. Just crash at people's homes. There was just no other option. Yeah, I, that's something I was like, do you guys have bus stops out here? Like, I see no bus stops, like nope. nothing. That's crazy. I'll tell you what, the first time we went out there, the funnest thing they had going on, we went during Christmas, this is so embarrassing. was the fucking Nutcracker Village. <laughs> like, they're like, oh my gosh, like the best thing that they have here. And it's like, um, who was it? Uh, what's his name? Um, Dean Martin, I guess is from that place. Yeah. And so that's like the other big thing there. But the Nutcracker Village was like the highlight. You know, we have like so many awesome things here. We have festivals and like a bunch of different things going on. And we take it for granted. We do. And then you go out there, they're like, we've been preparing for the whole year for this Nutcracker Village. And it's it's a really big deal. And it really is just these like kind of life-size Nutcrackers that like, you know, people donate money to, to kind of dress up as certain figures. Kind of like a slash Like one. a lot of different companies will have like one that they dedicated, like a dentist office will be like, oh, Dr. So-and-so's office. And it'll be like, oh, this like ballet academy. And it's like a nutcracker dedicated. I just realized I did something that I hate when other people do. I said, uh, we take it for granted. It's granted, people. (laughs) It's granted. Okay. We take it for granted. Okay. We're not talking about rocks here. Right. It's granted. 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 Enunciate. Take it for marble. But the upside of that, though, is that it's like a collective, like everybody everybody's in on it it's it's everybody's excited about it yeah maybe we should start something here like do a little nutcracker village and uh <laughs> see how that goes maybe put somewhere like you know like it's gonna be off just like <laughs> like federal and euclid or somewhere out there see what happens to the nutcrackers how will we advertise uh, this podcast. Podcast. yeah exactly oh, right. oh, we're on the same wave right. I, I like yeah, it. I like yeah, it. yeah give us that sweet internet monies yes sir yeah well that's that's pretty cool but yeah evan um san diego um, but you have ties to North Carolina. Yes, sir. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, um, how's life been, or how's how was life growing up for you? Like, what kind of a, we grew up in different little cities. How was it for you growing up? Um, so I am a military brat. So my family traveled around a lot uh, when I was a kid, but uh, I don't remember any of it. Um, I only remember living in a Navy housing, San Diego. Um, basically when I started preschool and, uh, but I've lived in apparently a bunch of, of different cities. Like I said, I just don't, I don't recall. Mr. Worldwide. Uh, dude. Um, in fact, one of the funny th- funnier things that happened uh, to me uh, is in 2011, I moved to Oakland for a little bit and I came back to visit uh, my family and we were talking and we were looking at old photos and uh, she showed me this house uh, that, you know, me and my dad out front, 
And I was like, huh. I was like, I don't, yeah, I don't remember this. She's like, you don't remember this? I was like, where is this? This is Treasure Island. And I was like, Treasure Island? And she's like, yeah, up in, up in NorCal. And where I lived in Oakland was not too far from Treasure Island. So I was like, wait, I've lived in Nor- NorCal already? And she's like, yeah, you don't, yeah. She's like, you lived like in North, like in North Carolina, you've lived here and here. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why don't I remember? <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I've been a, a, just an only child out here. Um, love San Diego. Been to a couple places since then. Can't stand it. Um, <laughs> like we were talking about earlier, that weather shit, man. I can't. Yep. I can't do it. The first day I stepped foot in North Carolina um, as a kid and I could recall it, I was just like, what? is this <laughs> the first time you had to peel off your shirt for real like I, I i think that was like one of the first times i felt like it is so hot i have to literally like not wear a shirt that's the that's the only way but then you see all the people walking around and they're like all used to it so they're like wearing like sweaters and stuff and i'm like oh, i don't man. understand i don't yeah. understand how this is happening they got like a little cooling system underneath there. oh You're something man about it yeah <laughs> a wired ac system yeah man but yeah uh been out here ever since i just i love san diego i don't think i could ever leave um, and if I did, I don't know how long I'd stay away. Yeah, we, we definitely take it for granted. Um, and it's a beautiful place. Um, I'm lucky to be here. I'm, I'm happy to, I'm proud to be a San Diegan. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's cool. The whole background. What was the demographics? Like? It was just like military people all the time. Yeah, for sure. It was mostly just military. Um, right over here in Sarah Mesa. Okay. Um, yeah, man. And even after that, uh, after, after my family got out of the military, my dad immediately joined, uh, customs. So it was like another type of, you know, uh, service like that kind of. So even, even when we moved from Navy housing, it kind of really felt like we never really did. Right. Same type of neighbors were around who were right. all former, former military or whatnot. So, um, Went to school with uh, this gentleman over here across from me, Enrique, at uh, Mission Bay High, which is how I know, yeah, I know this yeah. man. You guys met in, in high school, right? Or middle school? High school. High school. High school, okay. What, what middle school did you go to? I went to Pacific Beach. Okay. Middle. PB, yeah. PB Middle? PB Middle. Was that like right across the street? Uh, it was down the street, like on Grand. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. kind of closer to uh, like to like the main like area where the bars are at. Gotcha. Yeah. I actually was not supposed to go to Mission Bay. In, in terms of like, I guess you could say like district or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to go to Kearney High School. Ugh. <laughs> but I went to Taft for, um, ah, okay. for middle school. And for those that don't know, at the time. Tommy went to Taft too, I think. Yeah, Tommy yeah, yeah. did go to Taft. Um, at the time, Taft was not the greatest of schools. Um, and I just remember my family kind of just like, I don't think we want to send you to Kearney because Kearney was like, that was like the, the evolution Right. right. Everybody, everybody from Taft was migrating to Kearney. So I was like, uh, how about Mission Bay? Cause it's by the beach and that might be kind of cool. And it was all right. It wasn't too close to the beach though. It was close to like this nasty bay. <laughs> where we did this thing called the Bay Run. Oh dude, that was the best though. It was. I, I uh, it's kind of a funny story. Um, well, real quick, real yeah, quick yeah. explain the bay. Explain what the bay run was for people who don't. The don't bay know. run was every. It was like I think every Thursday for us or Wednesday. Um, you would do this one mile run, and basically you would start from the school, and you would run all the way to this empty parking lot and back. And the final for the PE class was to do like the run all the way to the hotel that was like the halfway point. Um, 
But most of the time, no one ran this thing. We would run like maybe just a little bit and then we'd walk and talk most of the time through this golf course um, and, you know, just shoot the shit. Yeah, it was basically like a free... How long were classes back? It was like an hour or something, hour and something. Yeah, because it was broken up to like sometimes that we had like alternating Mm -hmm. periods, right? It was like one, three, five, and seven on one day or something like that. Yeah. Okay. What was it called? Like block schedule or something? Block schedule. We had that for a while too. Yeah. And, uh, but the Bay Run was pretty fun. Um, But I remember one time we were doing the Bay Run and we saw this van kind of rocking back and forth. And it was me, Josha, um, it's a guy's name, Jason Peanut. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, um, I forgot. I forgot who else was with us, but anyway, I just remember them. It was these two chicks uh, getting it on, and we just kind of stood there, like <laughs> watching in awe. We're like, "Yeah, get it!" And they kept like hitting the window. They're like, "Get out of here!" Oh We're like, God. "No, just keep going." And uh, we always kind of just like talked about that instance, like you know, it's like remember that time in the bay run, like we saw two chicks getting it on. <laughs> We should try to run there more often. Your education see did not fail you. I, it can, was, I can see. It was it was pretty fun, but um, it was it was a pretty cool like little one mile. It was just basically a hangout. Let's just walk all the way to this parking lot and walk back. Yeah. Like the PE teachers didn't give a shit. They were just like, we yeah, definitely never had to run a mile for high school. That's I'm impressed. Really? I feel like that's a San Diego. They all are like. I, one thing I noticed when I moved out here is like everybody's like in shape. Yeah, because the Midwest, you think about people that are overweight. Yeah. Like it's we can't. Pretty, I mean, we can't run. We can't run a mile outside. Wait, I mean, unless if you're an athlete, then like, am yeah. I, am I supposed to be be in the Midwest? No, <laughs> you're in shape. You guys heard her. <laughs> she is in shape. He is do you, in shape. Okay, so that's another thing, dude. What's your fitness like? Do you work out? Like, no, but it, it's something that I want to get back into. He's all natural. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was born like this. <laughs> um, although I used to as a kid, I used to I used to work out a lot and do a lot of a lot of sports and. Martial arts in particular. Mm. Um, from like a military family, I would was I feel like fitness is kind of ingrained in that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I'm not from a military family. Maybe with some, um, with with mine, mine was probably a little bit more about creativity, because my my dad is a musician, and my mom is a is a singer. And that's how they met was like uh, playing for a band or something like that one day. So a lot of, a lot of my upbringing was kind of started around trying to play an instrument. Um, it went from like guitar to keyboard to eventually I landed on the drums. And then I just, I was just like, none of this is for me. I'm waiting for this to evolve until like, then I started playing with people's skulls and <laughs> bashing them <laughs> on the streets because I was kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> it was more like their souls. There but, um, I'm kidding. But, um, I, I more or less landed on art. And that was kind of. Which you're amazing at. Oh, thank you. Evan is thank an amazing you. artist. He, uh, if you haven't checked out his work, where, where can they find your, your work at, Evan? Oh, wow. Um, on Instagram, for the most part, under uh, at Dub Mobile. Um, that's two Bs for Dub. Go give him mobile. a follow. He's mm-hmm. a very talented artist. Um, you know, I've never asked you this, but I'm going to have you draw me one day, create a little like emoji of myself. Let me know. Yeah, definitely. Let me know. But yeah, go back to your uh, evolution of fitness. And oh, art. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I used to do a lot of um, Taekwondo and then Tongsudo and then um, kickboxing for like a long time. And that is like 
I miss it. Let me ask expensive. you this. Were you like kicking like pillars and stuff like Jean-Claude Van Damme? Hell no. Like... <laughs> <laughs> hell no. Hell no. Oh, no. Coconuts dropping yeah. on your abs. You get ripped. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't that dope. I wasn't JCVD dope. Oh, man. But uh, it was definitely a lot of fun, man. I mean, it's the typical stuff you see like in the corny ass movies, right? Where it's like board breaking and all that, all that type of ish. Were so, you yeah. like, uh, like a part of a group or was this like, like would you, would you like take lessons? This was like, this was like a school. Okay. It was like a school. So we'd have like little tournaments and stuff like that. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. And That's I miss it. Cool. I mean, I definitely miss it. But eventually, um, and the only reason I got into that was because I got jumped <laughs> as a kid. Um, I, ah. I don't 100% remember the situation. Is that how bad you got jumped? It was so basically. <laughs> you got a concussion. It, okay, I, this is what I think happened. Um, in Navy housing, there used to be like shared playgrounds, right? And I'm really little. And <laughs> there's. I'm sorry, you just, did you ever hear that Kevin Hart like uh, stand up, like where he's talking about his dad? Got his ass kicked. You never want to see your ass, your dad asking. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. like, oh, what are those cars? I was like, was it an octopus? <laughs> so I, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this for our younger audience or whatnot, but when I was a kid, if it would rain sometimes, they'd kind of like close down the, the, um, the park. And the only thing that would be available are the swings. And some assholes sometimes would, um, they'd throw the swing over the bar. And if you're a little kid, you can't get to it. You have to wait till an adult gets it back down. And there was one swing, and I got it. And I used to swing super high and jump off and then get back on the swing and do the same thing, same thing, same thing. This little kid was watching me do it from, like, a little corner really close, right? And <laughs> a little fucker, as soon as I jumped off, finally, when he got, like, the timing in his head right, zoomed over there and took the swing. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he knows he see, I, I know he sees me using it, right? So I'm like, yo, um, I'm, I was using that swing. And he's like, no, it's mine now. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I was a little brat. I can admit that. No, put, you needed to fuck him up. That was well, inappropriate. <laughs> I, I pushed the little fucker off the swing. Good. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and he left. I'm thinking that I've won the day. <laughs> oh, no. Right? <laughs> Happily swinging. All of a sudden, I see Big Brother coming out of the uh, of the house, right? And we got into a little scuffle. I don't think it was terribly bad, but I think I did get a little cut. And when I went home, my mom was like, the fuck is that? <laughs> Where did that come from? And I'm like, it came from the guy over there, you know? And <laughs> I remember she, I don't know how she did this, and this is how maybe badass my mom was, but she somehow pulled that kid out of, not like... Physically, but she got that kid out of the house, screamed on him. I have no idea how his mom or whoever was watching this child did not come out and intervene because my mom was lighting his ass up, yelling at him. Right? She's like, "You better never touch my child again." Kids like that usually are, are raised by wolves. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> he was a little shaggy, um, but yeah. So after that, my mom was like, "You're doing karate." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like literally. So. Yeah. Dang. Fun. But Dang. I miss it though. It's fun. Like, there's yeah. no, I don't know if you guys have ever like boxed anyone or sparred with someone. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good workout. It is. Mm. Yeah. It is. And it's, I enjoy the mind game of it, if that makes sense. Because you, you have to react to the person 
and and think on your feet. It's just yeah. oh man, there's nothing like it. I, I I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's not just all brute. You got to use your head to know like you know your counterattacks and you know it's like a game of chess. It mm-hmm. it definitely is. And there's things that like you you start realizing as you get better. Like you don't want to you want to look at someone's eyes when you're sparring someone completely because you, just from looking at someone in, in in their eyes, you can kind of get a better read of how they're about to move, which is weird because naturally you think like okay. If he's gonna kick me, I need to watch his legs. Like, nah, you wanna want you wanna be looking at what he's looking at. Cause maybe that person might look down and then like up, you know where he's gonna, you know where he's targeting, you know what right. I mean? There's a lot of stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, I, I I did karate as a kid too. It was pretty fun. And then I broke my leg. Holy and shit. And my mom's like, You can't go back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I still continued to do things like boxing and stuff. It was always a good workout. So Yeah, man. Definitely is. Nice, man. Well, well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, I was like, let's hear about you. Well, just like Evan, I grew up in San Diego, um, it, which is kind of funny because he was talking about, you know, he wasn't supposed to go to Mission Bay. I actually wasn't supposed to go to Mission Bay after my sophomore year because we moved out of the district, and technically I was not part of that district anymore. So I had no other way to commute. So it was a struggle because we moved down to the South Bay, and I would wake up at 5 in the morning from my uh, – Sophomore year, all the way to like graduated, um, I'd wake up at five, take a city bus, take the trolley, take another city bus. It was literally like a two-hour commute every day. That's so crazy. And I would stand in there, like out there in the rain. It was pouring, oh, wow. thunder, lightning sometimes, just to get to school. And I don't think I ever missed a day. I was like dedicated. I'm like, I'm not going to this fucking ghetto ass school, which was Sweetwater High at the time. I'm like, it's a year-round <laughs> school. I don't want to be in school year-round. And so I was like, no, I'm going to Mission Bay. And so I can say that I'm a proud buccaneer. And uh, I went through it and it was, uh, I learned a lot. I kind of, my mom worked in downtown growing up. And uh, even though I have older siblings, I grew up as kind of a, as an only child, just like Evan. I was the only one in the house. Um, but it wasn't rare for, you know, a kid back in the day to be out and about by themselves. Like I, if I had a kid, I wouldn't be comfortable with them like getting on a city bus, but Back then, I was riding the city bus when I was like eight, and um, wow, that's so young, super young. Um, but I gained a lot of street knowledge, and uh, that's kind of one of those things that a lot of people don't have. A lot of people could just be book smart, and luckily, I, I have both. Um, went to college, um, got my education, um, but I learned a lot in the street things you can't really learn. A lot of common sense stuff. So it was a different experience for me. Even though we grew up in the suburban neighborhood, I still went through like some of the ghetto ass neighborhoods and met a lot of friends and learned a lot very quickly. And so I grew up pretty fast. I was pretty mature for my age. Um, but my upbringing was, was pretty cool. I mean, I was, I would say I was a brat too. I was a spoiled brat. Um, I wasn't bratty all the time, but I had pretty much everything I ever wanted. Like my mom Worked super hard to get me everything. She was a single mom. And I had all the latest and greatest of everything. Um, just because I had to be at home by myself most of the time. I was a latchkey kid. And um, I had to keep myself entertained. So my imagination was something that I kind of just, it grew with me. And I have a huge imagination. And those that know me, those that like might follow me on Instagram, they probably always see my like, random stories. Or that know me personally, I just kind of go on these like crazy tangents sometimes. Because my mind just races um, with all these crazy ideas. Um, but with that too, brought in my artistic um, abilities. Um, I grew up around music, just like Evan. My mom was a singer. 
Um, but I grew up playing the trumpet, still play to this day. And uh, I fell in love with uh, jazz music growing up. And um, this was way before hip hop. And I, I loved listening to like uh, Dizzy Gillespie and Miles Davis and Coltrane, all like, you know, the typical classic. Um, but a lot of gypsy jazz too. Uh, it's a lot of, uh, it's, it's very French inspired. A lot of people probably haven't heard of that genre of music, gypsy jazz, uh, but it's like swing. And I love that music. That's cool, man. I didn't know that. I actually, um, on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, I grew up listening to jazz, but uh, my dad was into like modern jazz. Okay. So he was listening to like, uh, I don't know, if, I don't know if you know, um, the band, uh, the Rippingtons yeah. or, um, Norman Brown mm -hmm. listening to a lot of that. So yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I grew up listening to all that too. And I had older brothers. So a lot of funk too, like seventies, like the parliament and like the gap band and all those typical funk bands and stuff from back in the day. But jazz was something I've always loved. And it's funny. Um, in elementary school, we all had to pick an instrument um, and because we were like in this like little dance and for some reason I chose a trumpet and it was like a fake trumpet, but it's just kind of funny that I actually grew up actually playing the trumpet in real life, um, which I thought was a really nerdy instrument. No one really liked the trumpet back in the day. I wanted to be a guitar player or a drummer because it was like during the nineties and it was like grunge phase and I wanted to be like Soundgarden or, um, Metallica or Nirvana. Um, but yeah, no, I grew up with music. Um, drawing, I used to draw a lot. Um, but something that I kind of grew up doing professionally is photography. And, uh, I always had a camera as a kid. There's lots of pictures of me funny holding a camera. And, um, but I always had my camera with me taking pictures and the coolest camera I ever had was this Ninja Turtle camera um, that. that my mom bought me. And every oh time you would take a picture, it would put a little like Ninja Turtle stamp on the corner. <laughs> did the uh, did the camera have like like a shell? Did it look like a shell? It had like the actual like mask and the face of. Uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, um, but so it, you had one too. I think I've seen them. Okay, listen, it, we're from the same like era. I don't know about you, because you, what? How old are you? Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. I have older siblings though. But I mean. We're like, do you remember how crazy the Ninja Turtle craze was? You mean like how popular it was? Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay, okay. I mean, my brother was, you're, my brother's just a little bit older than you guys. You guys are the same age as my oldest sister. So my brother was probably into everything you guys were into to a degree. Yeah. Ninja Turtles was like the biggest craze ever. I remember going to see the movie the first time it came out and, um, my mom took me to get pizza <laughs> and uh, I was like, we have to do everything the turtles do before we For go watch sure. the movie. So I got some pizza, had my skateboard with me. I had to leave it at home. Um, but when we got there, they were giving away uh, stuffed Ninja Turtle like uh, souvenirs, like little like stuffed animals. And uh, the one I got was a Raphael, who was my favorite. And um, high five, Evan. And, <laughs> Wait, uh, Raphael is the guy with the oh, size. Oh, oh my goodness. You better get the color of the red band, uh, the headband, right? Red. Yeah, there we go. Red, it's red. Gave it away. Well, Evan, Don, come on. Donatello's the purple one, right? Who's Leonardo? Right. Well, Don Leonardo. Yeah. Oh, is he yellow? There's no yellow. Shoot. Uh, blue. There we go. Yes. Okay. I knew Donatello was my favorite. What about Michelangelo? Wait, why is Donatello your favorite? I think it's just I liked purple. I was a girl. But do you? Do you <laughs> it's like it's the more girl. Everyone color. had their own like characteristic traits. So let's let's quiz you on this because now I'm kind of really curious. Don't, I don't know. You said you liked Donatello just for the color. Do you know what he liked to do? 
Was he the was he the I know the orange guy was like the big pizza eater, right? Yeah. He was always like he was like the looking. surfer, yeah, the group, party like, yeah, the party guy. Man, I actually can't really, I can't believe I knew that. I don't. I'm probably not going to get any other question right. Donatello was more like the nerdy guy. Oh, he that's right. This. He always wears the glasses, right? Well, in the in the latest ones, right? The yeah, remakes. The, yeah, the remakes. He wears glasses. Okay, but none of them wear glasses in the original. Not that I remember. No. Okay. That's Raphael it. That's all I know. Just, Raphael was more like a badass, kind of like lurking in the dark, mm-hmm. kind of wanting to. I was into Power Rangers. That was my okay. that okay. that was my era. I would okay. wake up in the morning on in summer, like summertime, so I could like watch it by myself. You know what? I hated the Power Rangers. What? The cheesiest shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, thought uh, it was, I thought it was like live action Voltron. I remember that? So <laughs> yeah, I thought I it was cool. Yeah, I didn't like it. I thought it was cheesy as fuck. The only reason I would watch Power Rangers is because the X Men were after Ooh, that, so I would have to watch. You that. didn't have a, like a crush on Kimberly or anything? No, I like the Asian Ranger. She died. She was my favorite. Did she yeah, died in real life? Really, yeah. yeah, really young age, yeah. too. With car Damn. accident, I think? Something like that, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was 20-something, I think. Damn. You know, do you guys ever think, like, the Power Rangers are a little, like, kind of racist? I was thinking that. I, yeah. I was already going there in my head. Like, the Black <laughs> Ranger was black. The yeah. Asian Ranger was yellow. Yep. Like, you start, like, okay. I'm like, okay. It's like, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird, because I always used to think, because I really enjoyed the show. But there were times where things didn't look right, and I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't know it was a Japanese show. And I didn't either. Oh, yeah. So it was a Japanese show, and then they were reshooting some of the scenes with English actors. So like when you saw them without their masks or whatever, and they're, or they're in school, right? Hmm. Some of the fighting scenes and all that stuff were all from like OG Japanese footage. What? Yeah. You could tell by like just the way it looked, yeah. too. They didn't really edit them like seamlessly. Right. It was just like, wait a minute. Someone graded this one differently. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, what's? I can't put my finger on it, but something's wrong. You like know what? That. I could have. You know, I always knew something was wrong about it, and it wasn't until I got older that I realized. And maybe it's just me, but there was a lot of stuff back in the day that was kind of questionably racist. Like, remember the WB Frog? I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Like that shit aired for like the longest time. Forever. Yeah. yeah. You think about like you know like um, what was it? Uh, like the menstrual show and stuff like that. Yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But it, people don't know because like I think a lot of history is like lost, you know? Yeah, because it didn't sit with me when he was like, I don't know where you I'm like, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. And why does this frog have to sound like that and look like, why is it a frog? But it's it's so weird because I used to love those uh, Warner Brother cartoons. But yeah. it's like, but you don't know the connotation of what they're making right, fun of. Right, exactly. Yeah. Animaniacs was a shit though. Oh, oh I loved Animaniacs. Yeah. My yeah. first lunchbox ever was Animaniacs. I'm, Pinky in the brain, though. That was I'm going to say it just right now. If, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you you weren't a fan of Animaniacs, you can just... Uh, you can just... Uh, turn us off. Yeah, unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. Wait, just don't listen to us, but you can stay subscribed and share this. <laughs> share this with other people, other friends who like Animaniacs. You know what? I, I, I feel like we're making a lot of references based on our statistics. Uh, the biggest majority of the people that listen to it are in like their mid-20s to like... Yeah, I would say like early 20s to late 20s, I want to say. So I, I feel like we have to make more references to like little Uzi Vert and like TikTok references. So funny thing happened to me today. I was having lunch with a friend and uh, his kids. And um, the oldest one was talking about something. He gave some sort of analogy. And uh, someone, one, of, one of the other adults was like, oh, kind of like a don't hate the player, hate the game, right? <laughs> and the kid looked at him and he's like, I've never heard that before. And all, like, me and, like, three of my other friends were like, 
I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, I go to the mall too. I listen to hip music. Right. <laughs> I'm still young. Exactly. You know, what's funny is like, I got a 13 year old niece and every now and then I'll say stuff that's like trendy and she hates she it. She gets so mad. She gets so mad like that. Sheesh. I'll go, sheesh. She's like, stop doing that. Stop You're not it. even doing it right. Stop it. And then my other like nephew, he's like probably in his mid twenties. He does it. I'm like, why can't he do it? It's because you're old. I'm like, <gasps> oh my God. Jesus. Yeah, I'm like, am I really it. that old? You know what I you're love so that's cool, been happening though? though? To me lately, at least. Uh, there's this coffee shop I've, I told you about I've been going to. And I think the uh, waitress for sure thinks I'm in college. I love it. Every time I go there, she's like, oh, you're here to study today? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> here to study. Just hold on to that. You know? Like, you'll be there for like yeah. 10 years. You're like, you're I'm still studying? For, yep. I'm, I'm just not going to graduate. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Long time student. Yeah, I, that's happened to me before too. Sometimes I feel like older, but sometimes I feel like I look a little younger. Actually, actually my favorite moment was with you, where um someone thought we were older. They thought we were young. Oh, when we didn't get carded. Yes. Yes, we went to a concert and oh. uh, we were down. No, we were downtown. This is after the concert. Oh, was it after? Yeah, the concert? we went to uh, Analog. Is that the name of the bar? I don't even remember. I, we, so we went to this bar, and it was me, Alex, uh, and some another guy. I don't. I didn't know his, his name. Like though. uncle, which I think his name is Enrique too, which is funny. Um, there was a couple of us, and uh, they like let them go in, no problem. But then they they were like, "Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! You guys, let's see your ID." They didn't <laughs> believe that we were old enough to get in there. Yeah, because the bouncer was like, he saw I Dang. guess his uncle, and he was like. Go ahead. He didn't. He was like, I don't need to check it. OG, come in. Right. So we're all with him, right? And I'm thinking we're not that far off uh, in age from this guy because right. I didn't know who he was. But like, I'm like, okay, cool. So we're all walking in. He's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Gonna need to see the IDs. And I was like, oh, what? You got it. You guys are reminding me to book my next Botox appointment. So thanks you for look, that reminder. Listen, <laughs> let, don't don't front. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. Every time I see you, I I honestly want to be like. Aaron don't remember what it was like in the nineties. Like, cause I think like, oh, I, yeah. think you're, I think you, I think I do it every time. I'm like, Aaron's like 30 or something. Like, I don't yeah. I'll take it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. get Botox though. So there's, there's some fakeness. I'm well, catfishing you. Well, I think we, <laughs> me and Evan definitely have the advantage of having that extra melanin. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah, I did. I did abuse those tanning beds growing up. It was a thing. Let me tell you when you live in the Midwest, seasonal affect disorder, where you're depressed in the winter when it's dark out, like trust me, tanning bed will boost your mood. So yeah, that's cool too. But I, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that's why we, we maintain because we both have uh, we're you know yeah. not day walkers. We uh, we stay inside. <laughs> Sun does not hurt us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, growing up in, in our times was I I miss it, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, like I was saying, like artsy stuff, and um, it's always been a big part of who I am and you know I feel like uh me and Evan relate big time on that level um but well, yeah because you, you you know you do photography on the side yeah and uh I used to draw a lot I used to paint back in the day I I, I was actually pretty good I think I've seen some some of your stuff uh, I don't know via pictures or um or if you've had you know you have a lot of old stuff in boxes I, th I feel like I've seen some yeah, there's a lot of like comic drawings, like Marvel yeah, drawings, really and stuff like that. And you, you have a, do you, you have a specific IG account where people can look at your uh, your, your photography too, right? Uh, yeah, it's uh, I changed it. It's uh, it's Indeed. right now it's black and white. I'm kind of rebranding all my other stuff, but uh, I'll have to uh, link it to uh, this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's BW uh, black and white or San Diego. I have to look at my phone. I don't have it with me. And then for you, Aaron, I don't know. Did you mention 
what you do on the side. That's kind of I fun. didn't, but I, I she can. She is a TikToker. I'm a TikToker. <laughs> That's so crazy is I started on I started on TikTok a little over a year ago when quarantine hit, and I was grateful to be able to work from home. Uh, our clinic shut down for like three months, so I was working from home. And when I didn't have patients, I would start getting creative, and I didn't know what this TikTok thing was about. I had my let me tell you, I hit my first viral video, and I was like, oh, I'm addicted. This is like playing the slot machines. Like they know how to reel you in. You're like, oh my gosh, I've always it's so cool. Like, and then I just felt like getting creative, and now I think I'm pushing like. I don't know, 40K followers, nothing too crazy, but it is fun. It's a lot of fun. I've actually met a lot of people on TikTok too. So it's been a, it's, it's been a great outlet. Um, yeah, a great way to be creative too. But I did a lot of drawing. I did a lot of artsy stuff back in the day, but more theater, if anything. I like to sing, dance, that kind of stuff. And oh, really? I remember my senior year of high school, I had the lead in the play and there were recruiters that came by, like, hey, what, what art school you want to go to? And I was the only one who said I was not going to go to art school or theater school. I was like, nope, I'm going to go to nursing school. And that's where I landed. I just want to interrupt really quick and tell everyone my IG. <laughs> <laughs> As you stumble across As the room to get, across your... <laughs> to get my phone. <laughs> you can find me at BW underscore captures underscore SD. It's all black and white photography. Um, but yeah, if you uh, ever want to book me for a studio session, um, let me know. We can get pretty creative. Um, but yeah, uh, theater has always been a big thing. Erin and well, I. Now both I model love. for you too. Let's, she she also oh. models for me. She sits in <laughs> and we uh, practice different things. But um, we both enjoy karaoke, and uh, I've had an itch for it for a minute. I feel like I got to tap into my. Um, I always say to my Korean side, or because um, I, I love karaoke i just i just yeah. do i love entertaining i love soju oh yeah soju is soju is amazing mm. yeah that's actually that's actually the most drunk i've ever been has ever has been drinking soju sorry mom <laughs> <laughs> sorry well I, I, i'll tell you a story actually well dave and busters is probably uh oh you're right yeah that yeah, actually was no 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 really this did top that so i'll tell i'll tell you guys so i had just moved back from um from uh, from Oakland, and uh, was resettling back in San Diego, and a couple friends were taking me out. I think for my birthday. I think I actually moved back in January, and um, we went to this place on Convoy called Thang Thangs. I if I remember right. Sounds like a little strip bar. It does, doesn't it? It sounds sketch, right? So we must have been there for hours. And if you, and if um, you guys don't know what soju is, soju is like a it's an alcohol. It's kind of like sake, but it's usually like flavored crazy. So they have like, you could get like ice cream flavored soju soju, or a cherry flavored soju. And it tastes just like juice. Why have I never had this? It is amazing. But it's dangerous because again, it tastes just like juice. So a couple hours in, I'm probably like on a couple pitchers of soju. and I, But I'm one of those, I'm one of those people that as long as I'm sitting down, don't really feel anything too much. I realize I'm like, oh damn, I've had a, I've had a lot of soju. I should probably get up, maybe go to the bathroom, and see where I'm at. As soon as I stand up, I am like, oh shit, I have to throw up. <gasps> oh no! Immediately, right? And I'm like, I'll be right back. And so I'm trying to run. I'm trying to run all the way to the bathroom, right? 
but not look crazy because I'm drunk. So I'm like trying to I have a weird walk, right? I get to the door. I get ready to open the door and like I throw puke. up all over the floor. Oh, right. And I'm like, <gasps> and I'm looking around and it doesn't, it kind of looks like no one's seen. At least none of the waiters have seen, right? So I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I go in the bathroom, throw up a little bit more, clean my face off. I'm good, fine. I can go back out. I walk out. And as soon as I walk out, a waiter walks by, right? And I'm like, I'm, I'm like a deer in headlights, right? I'm like, oh, shit. And then I'm like, wait, sir. And he's like, yeah? Someone threw over here. Someone <laughs> threw up all over the floor. It's disgusting. So <laughs> gross. And he's like, Thanks, man. Thanks. I'll get that cleaned up right away. I was like, no problem. Walk back. Man. Nobody knew a thing. But Damn. I was I was pretty drunk. Dang. Though. I, 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 I'm gonna find this place, Dang Dangs, and be like, hey, remember back on this particular day when there was <laughs> yeah. this gentleman that said that he uh, that someone threw up in there? It was actually him. <laughs> this is his address and his phone number. Wow. I suggest you call him and have him wow. clean the, the my, whole bar. We're, we're snitching on podcasts now, yeah. huh? My, my bar puking story was not that successful. I was actually karaokeing when I puked at that. Just bar. I want to say something. If you were Jewish, I would <laughs> totally be like, "That's so Jew," like you know, like for you to do that. But <laughs> no, I had something similar happening. So I was at a karaoke bar, front center bottle. It was like half off wine nights, and my friend put his hands out and like was gonna catch my puke and uh, just wow. landed everywhere. It was bad. He was gonna catch it. Yeah, because it was like you know that sudden urge, like oh man, it's because I drank like wine on an empty stomach but uh it was really embarrassing i was like oh man and i go to that place every wednesday but they're like it's all right you're it's cool i'm like man i think that's i think that's the only time i've ever thrown up in public i uh i've i threw up in a in an uber one time really <gasps> yeah that's expensive but i told the guy that wasn't my fault and i almost fought the guy too i was coming back from a bluefoot bar i was fucking hammered and I told the guy, like, hey, man, you need to pull over. Like, I got to throw up. He's like, no, just hold it, man. We're almost to your place. I'm like, no, you got to pull over right now. He didn't pull over. And I fucking puked everywhere. It got into, like, the cup holders. Oh, it got into, like, that stuff never comes out. It got everywhere. And he was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I told you. Like, I wanted to throw up. And you didn't pull over. He's like, no, I'm going to charge you. And I was like, if you fucking charge me, I'll fuck you up. And I was, like, so drunk. And he was just like, he got mad. He's like, man, just fuck you. Forget about it. And like, he like left, but he left me like a block away from my house. I was like, ha <laughs> jokes on you, dickhead. Oh, and man. so I never got charged for it. I, I had someone throw him up in my TC once and that shit basically never came out. It doesn't. Tommy threw up in my fucking car. Really? Yeah. We went to, um, on Prospect. Remember that bar? Yeah. Yeah. And we were there, and we were just getting shit-faced. And I had to sober up because I'm like, I drove. I can't be drinking this much. Tommy was on another one. He was just fucking drunk and, like, punching signs and, like, mm. transformers outside and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck, Tommy? And he was, like, gagging. And I'm like, dude, you better fucking throw up. You throw up in my car. I'm going to fucking throw you out in the freeway. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. So we're driving. And I didn't tell you this, but, like, my friend at the time – um, he had like, he's from the East coast and he was this Dominican guy that used to wear the tackiest fucking shirts. Like <laughs> we went to, he wanted to go to Ross that day. He was like, yo, I got to go to Ross, son. I got to go get some, like some new gear or whatever. So he got this like fucking shirt with like lines on it. 
and he was just like literally like Cuban Cuban link chain, just open chest, hairy ass chest, super Dominican dude, right? And he was just like wearing a do rag. I'm like, you can't wear that do rag inside. They're not gonna wear that shit. He's like, no, son, I'm gonna wear this fucking do rag, b. And so we walked in like that, right? But he thought he was fucking like. People were dressed like super nice that day. He was the only one that stood out, right? But he thought he was rocking his shit. He was like, yo, I look fly as hell. So anyway, keep that in mind. We're fucking driving back. Tommy's in the front seat. We're kind of like like by Shelter Island. Or no, yeah. Fiesta Island. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're driving on the five. And the windows rolled down and Tommy's head's like out. And he's like kind of just bobbing back and forth. And like the Dominican guy's in the back seat. And we're just like listening to music. And he's just vibing. And he's on another one. All of a sudden, I hear it like, and Tommy just fucking rips, and everything literally just went right onto him. Oh, and like he was covered, and he like I've never heard him scream that high in my life. Sounded like a bitch. It was like, and he was so he was just drenched. He's like my shirt. It was like an eight dollar fucking line shirt from Ross, and the sleeve was smaller than the other one. But like, oh my goodness. He was so pissed, and there was vomit all over my fucking ceiling, and so I was pissed. I had told how, Tommy. How old are you at this time? Um, I was about twenty six. So for it, just in case we get like the younger crowd listening to this, and they don't understand, when you're like in your like mid twenties to early twenties, your car is kind of like your palace, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And when shit happens to like your palace, like it is hard to like maintain. <laughs> Like yeah. low levels, you know what you know what I'm saying. It is right. hard. Yeah, I was very vocal about it because I had told him and I was like pissed off. So, being the friend that I am, I was like, "Fuck this!" I couldn't sleep because I was so mad. And so it was about like six o'clock. Um, there was a car wash place right where you guys live. Like, where, I think there was like a CVS. oh where you, where you can drive you in can yourself. Drive in. It's I know exactly where you're talking about. I think about. they opened there at six in the morning, I believe, mm. or something crazy like that. At the time, it was. Oh, that's right, because you had to drop Tommy off. Yeah, yeah. In my neighborhood, yeah. And yeah. so I dropped him off. This was like two in the morning, three in the morning. I was like, motherfucker, I'm waking you up at six. You were gonna clean my car, and he was drunk. He's like, okay, man, thanks for the ride. So he didn't. <laughs> he thought I was joking. I knocked on his door. His mom was mad. It's like she's like, you Why woke her mama. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Your son threw up in my car. And so I woke him up and he was hung over. His head was like hurting and pounding. He's like, oh, what are you doing, bitch? I got to, I don't feel good. I'm like, fuck you. We're cleaning my car. I had him cleaning the fucking car. Oh He's my like, God. I'm so dehydrated. I'm like, drink the water from the car wash. <laughs> and like, till the, and How like, are you guys still friends? That's amazing. Wow. Well, it's probably why he doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> but like, anyway, I never got that vomit point of the story i never got it off the ceiling as much as it scrubbed yeah. I, I can it was just like black long streak oh god of just gross vomit That's but permanent. i feel bad for like my, my dominican friend because um that shirt was eight dollars that yeah. shirt was eight dollars but i'm sure he stunk it wasn't his car like, it wasn't but it was just funny because he was he was just like right he body, was talking bro, about sure that shit i mean unless, day. If, unless if any of it got in his mouth then i'd feel worse <laughs> uh, probably <laughs> can you I imagine don't know. if he was singing a high note in the back seat and it just landed right in his that's fucking mouth. i'm sure that happened but, but that's uh, fucking funny. But yeah, but uh, I that's yeah. Those, those are my vomit stories. I've thrown up plenty of times, but not that many. Well, now you don't drink at all. You are. I, I do not drink. That's another fact about me. I yep. don't drink. Not because I was an alcoholic or anything. I just, I just so I just interest. don't. Yeah. So you, all you mid twenty year olds, you you can't outgrow it. You can have fun without drinking. Yeah, my liver thanks me. Yeah. 
You're in good shape too. You're healthy. Evan, do you drink at all? Uh, occasionally. It usually has to be like a some sort of like special occasion. Okay. Like if I'm out and at a bar, I'll have a drink, but I don't seek it. So like one drink, you're like a one, 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 one or two, and I'm good. Maybe when we reach so. our like 100th podcast, we can all do shots. I'm I haven't done it. I, I, I do a do a drunk podcast. Oh man, I haven't done a shot. In I'll tell like you what. Seven years. I'll tell you what. How about I'll do this. If if we do that. I will not have a drink until our hundredth po- podcast. Oh, all right. You're, you're all going to take like one hundred quitter. You're going to be done. You're going to be like this is happening. Starting tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be kind of well, yeah. funny to uh, do a couple of shots and see what happens on the podcast. Ugh. Yeah, I haven't done a shot in so long. It grosses me out thinking about it, but it, it would have to be a good. It had to be like something good. It would be funny to. Uh, oh man, but I, I'd be taking it maybe a little too far. It'd be funny to do shots based off of like questions or something like that or topic, like based on our answers or something like that. We have to take a shot. Mm. I don't know how we would set the ground rules for that, but it'd be like take a shot and then you have to explain something. Yeah. Oh, okay. We make and a you, game out maybe of it. Maybe have a limited time to explain. I'm down. Yeah. I mean, we can't be like a or, whole, or a whole like, shot, or but like maybe it was like trivia, like you know, it was like what did Donatella do? Like Aaron would have got fucking <gasps> wasted. Right? Oh, I would be falling off the stool right now. Uh, what was it? He he was a uh, burgundy. Is this what I was calling? <laughs> Take a shot, Aaron. <laughs> Sit in the back seat. <laughs> what would be what would be your shot of choice? What's your are you, what liquor are you? Soju. I mean, def, definitely soju. I don't know if I have a have a particular choice. I know if you would have asked twenty one year old Evan, right? We'll still say that. Jägermeister, yeah. bro. I'm, I might have said Patron. Yeah, oh, that's, Patron. That's, yeah, I'm tequila. I've never been a fan of tequila. Vodka for me. Oh, for sure, vodka. Grey Goose was my shit. My favorite drink is called a um, a '57 Chevy. That shit is amazing. Is it? It's it's it's, it's a fruity drink. I won't even front, but it's like it's like orange juice, pineapple juice, Southern Comfort. Um, I think coconut rum. Man, I don't, I don't know all the ingredients. It's like in going particular. to the Slurpee machine and just hitting every little like. Pretty much, yeah. It's oh, like dude, a Long it's, Island almost. It's like. so good. It is so. Have good. you ever had Rumble Mints? No, that sounds that sounds bad. It sounds, like that, my, sounds like something I don't want to get. That <laughs> stuff will fucking annihilate you, man. Rumble it's like, Mints. It's like ninety proof. Yeah. Like yeah. that shit is like, that's the stuff that will take you over the limit. Like, mm. it, it tastes like mouthwash, pretty much. Oh, okay. It'll get yeah. you fucked up. Probably because it doesn't. It probably tastes. Relatively decent. I mean, right? at least your mouth will smell good. Right. But are you guys are you guys lightweights at uh, all? Uh, no. 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 I can drink a lot. Really? You, <laughs> yeah. you, you too? Erin can't drink a lot. I she can. she has a couple of glasses of wine and she's like, "Hey babe, hey man." Like, okay. Whenever so when I moved to California, so we're Steelers fans. That's something else we didn't touch on. Me, me and Henry. Both and of Henry you. Henry are both. Yeah. We kind of started. That was like one thing we started talking about. So we met online. For people, we haven't even touched on that either, but we're big Steelers fans. So when I moved to the West Coast, I was like, oh, shoot, I got to wake up and watch these games at 10 a.m. Like, that's so freaking early. It would normally be 1 o'clock. So it was like a morning endeavor. And I would wake up, go to the bar, and then I'd close the bar. Like, I could do that. Well, I'm not taking shots all day. That's not something to be proud of. I'm just saying, I'm not a lightweight but yeah. I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not drinking shots all I day. I mean, the last time I drank was at my other birthday. It was the time that you were there, Megan was there. That da- that time, I think I had like 14, 15 shots yeah. that day. Mm. And that was fine. I woke so up like crazy. a champ the next day. I, I just like, don't get tired drinking like most uh, people. 
Like I can just, I can pace myself all day, essentially. Uh, I'll be real with you guys in the audience. I definitely, I am a cheap date, Dep- <laughs> especially depending on the drink. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just let you ladies know. You know what I mean? Just buy him one shot hey. of Rumplemans. He's done. No. You can have your way with him, ladies. You, you know what used to be one of my favorite <laughs> things to do when I was younger is um, a lot of my really close friends are, are girls, right? And one of my favorite things I used to love to do is go to the bar with girls because <laughs> I would basically just sit there and kind of wait. Get free drinks? <laughs> yep, because I would wait oh, for, yeah. for guys to, to hit on them, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, a guy would come up and be like, hey, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Let me get you a drink or whatever. And then I would casually slide over. And I'd be like, oh, you know my homegirl? You know what I mean? That's 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 the homie. Who are, nice and to meet you. Would... My name's Evan. He'd be like, oh, um, uh, well, uh, here, you want a drink too? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Kind of you, my man. You know what I mean? Hey, hey you guys have a good conversation. I'm going to be over here. <laughs> right? right? Oh, man. It was the best. It was the best. You got to play, play it right, fellas. You got to play it right. Well, I used to go with my girlfriends to like gay bars. And the, uh, I, I wouldn't yeah, even yeah, have yeah. to do anything. And dudes would just be like, hey, what's up? What's your name? Because mm-hmm. I have curly Drinks hair. Drinks always stronger there, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Hillcrest is, is dangerous. I had to pace myself there for sure. Yeah, yeah it is dangerous. <laughs> Didn't want <laughs> to like end up like coming back and be like, what happened? Why am I wearing this donut? <laughs> <laughs> Why is my voice getting deeper? <laughs> what happened to me? Why am I pooping sideways? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, well maybe when we get to that 100th episode, we can we can uh, touch on it and see how how many shots we could take. Let's just not vomit all over our podcast equipment, please. No yes. promises. No okay, promises. no promises. No promises. <laughs> Damn it! But yeah, no. Um, for all those that didn't know, um, Aaron and I are married, but yeah, we met online, and uh, we're both big Steelers fans. That's something that was like one of those. Uh, if you weren't, is a deal breaker, but it, it all mm-hmm. worked out. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, hopefully, you know, maybe in the future podcast, we can kind of share experiences with certain topics in regards to relationships and stuff like that. Not trying to be like, uh, relationship counselors or anything like that. But I think, you know, for the most part, we bring some good experience to the table. Um, but yeah, we're all very unique in our own way. Um, but we're all very similar in regards to a lot of topics that we might discuss and have discussed before. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this all develops. Um, you know, maybe we'll we'll uh, beg to differ in certain areas and kind of mm-hmm. see how we uh, react to it. Um, I'm definitely a, a more vocal person, and I can be, I can get pretty heated at times, but I'll try to refrain from that and keep my composure. Luckily, we have Evan that kind of balances right. out here. Well, well, can I can I just interrupt and, and say what what are your political leanings? I'm the only one that confessed mine. Oh. Well, I definitely, I'll say this. I, I feel like I was a, a pretty lifelong Democrat growing up. And the last two elections have kind of pushed me uh, progressive, which uh, in my mind is you could kind of consider the extreme left where I, I think college should be free. I think mm-hmm. uh, most drugs should be free. I think Medicare should be free. You know what I mean? Like the things that mm-hmm. uh, Bernie supporters kind of usually uh, yeah. talk about. I'm, I'm kind of that kind of liberal, personally. I would say I fall into that same category, too. But I have my conservative yes. areas I, I lean towards as well. Um, but for the most part, I would say I'm a little bit more liberal than conservative. Um, 
I honestly wouldn't label you a conservative. I think like I told you earlier, I would label you a, a maybe a moderate Democrat, yeah. but I wouldn't I wouldn't call you a conservative. Definitely by no means, yeah, for sure. Um, but some stuff I, I I stand pretty strong by. Um, but again, I'm not, and this is not something I want to talk about now. We'll talk about maybe in a future podcast. But for just to give you an example, some conservative things or something that people might see as be more conservative. I, even then, I'm a little bit more open to it. I'm not stuck on certain things. Um, but maybe we'll we'll see how that develops. Maybe in mm-hmm. a future topic, you'll I'll I'll probably end up eating my own words. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I think the thing the thing that's nice about this, and like I kind of said earlier. Um, I think by kind of getting out our opinions and one thing that maybe we don't stress enough is a lot of these, of these podcasts, we talk about the topic maybe a couple minutes beforehand. So it's truly, we're having these conversations off the top of our heads. Off yeah. the dome piece, son. It's off the dome. Mm-hmm. So it's, I feel it's a good way to learn and maybe, and maybe, uh, this example will be, you know, a good thing for people to follow where maybe they can learn to listen and you know, hear other people and, and grow from that. Yeah, we definitely want to offer the genuine experience um, of just being able to be open with you and just telling you how it is and how we feel in that moment without really having something to kind of go off of. And even though I believe that, you know, having some kind of structure is important, but I feel having this open conversation is important, especially because all three of us, we're all friends at the end of the day. And uh, we kind of want to make this, at least for ourselves, to be more of a free going conversation and letting our emotions or however we feel just kind of flow and not feel like it's premeditated and we came in with like certain things to discuss and just i don't know it's just yeah. how well, i think this is us. really i think it's really good that we do this just because i feel like in the tense society we live in like this is gonna have to be a skill that if we're gonna survive we're gonna have to have conversations with people we disagree with and be open-minded i think it's gonna help us evolve honestly into better humans so i'm gonna share something uh, with you guys about myself that maybe you do know or maybe you don't. But I tend to like analyze things very deeply. And I'm addicted to this show on YouTube called What If? And it pretty much breaks down scenarios like what would happen if the sun, uh, you know, was turned off for like a day? Like what would happen? And uh, something about me is that I analyze these situations a lot and it keeps me up and it gives me anxiety because a lot of these episodes basically this I'm not trying to promote this is just a good show um, educates you a little bit um, talks about destructive things in the world um, and I think one of the things that is a common denominator here is that humans are the people that are destroying everything um, and if anything hopefully we can build some kind of unity between our audience and talk to people and like I've always said you know we're open to um, improving and getting feedback and if there's anything that you would like for us to discuss um, feel free to drop those comments or dm us on our instagram page as well um yeah that's kind of what i have to say about that just to tie into the um you know people destroying things you, you, you know why um i would say people are destroying maybe the planet or that's a th- you know people say that's what's happening you want to know why why mm. it's because fern gully is a bad movie fern gully is a bad movie <laughs> and i think if we can't stop this movie from being aired anywhere just the world deserves it to did, just kind of didn't, didn't do the job didn't do the job self-destructs yeah yeah hmm. fern gully did not do the job man. <laughs> that fucking construction worker could have saved us all but he chose differently
selfish son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we uh, get off this thing, perfect timing. Is there anything you guys want to leave our audience with? Uh, I don't know. I think it's, I, I swear every time I go on this podcast, I learn something about you guys. So I'm open to different topics and more conversations and learning about you guys and learning about our listeners. And um, yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll, I'll leave on a, a one last story. And this is oh. about me and Enrique. Oh, good. Um, one of the fondest memories that I have of, uh, of me and Enrique in high school is we used to have a friend uh, named Oneda. And Oneda used to work in the counselor's office, right? And I remember one day, <laughs> Enrique hits me up. This is before lunch. And he's like, hey, you want to go to like AM, PM or something and get some lunch? And I'm like, but how are we going to do that? They're not going to let us off campus. And <laughs> we don't have cars. Like, we'd have to walk. Like, how, how would we mm. get off campus, right? And we don't have enough time because lunch is not that long. And he's like, I got it. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I get this pass in the middle of art class, right? And it's like, Evan needs to go speak to his counselor. So I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wait, what? And I, and I get out and... Enrique's waiting for me. Oh and I'm like, wait a minute, what? And he's like, yeah, I got Oneda to write us passes to go see a counselor. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, we walk to AMPM, we get all this food, we come back, right? Have enough time to eat it and chop it up with the rest of the people. Like, yo, where you get all this food? We're like, yo, Henry got us out of class. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get the pass? I had the hookup. She uh, would just, yeah, because no one was checking. No one was checking the passes that she was writing out. Oh, okay. I was, I was slick. You got away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I found you were out you were to... like the worst but best student. Oh, you were wow. you were always like getting in trouble. Maybe like you should be getting in trouble, but like always had like straight A's. Well, that's that's the thing about being smart. You just gotta outdo the system. Yeah, it makes me think about like, do we really have to like have all these rules in school? It's like that's, that's where the street smarts I, comes in. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that shit, that shit always cracks me up when I think about it. <laughs> I always had, really I good, always, You see, I always had Evan's back. I'm like, don't worry, dog. He's oh, got you. Yo, how are we going to do this? We're going to get some expired ass chicken sandwiches <laughs> I would be so nervous. I'd be like, I'm going to get, because I, I always get in trouble. I'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. I always get in trouble. The only thing I think that we were nervous about was like if a cop pulled up, because we clearly did not look like like teen, like we we look like angsty teens. Yeah, fucking <laughs> yeah, fucking sketchy as hell. And, and I remember Enrique was like, maybe if we get pulled over, we'll just tell them that we're tutoring um, high schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> you always had a plan. Like you thought it. You really thought ahead. You have to have a backup plan, and then the backup plan for the backup plan. You just never know. But good stories to leave <laughs> off on. Thank you for sharing, Evan. Well, until next time, this is Enrique. This is Evan. This is Aaron. Goodbye.